the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Get ready to take notes because school is now in session. Tackling the biggest issues in education, this is Education America. Save the classroom, save the country. Here are your hosts, Headmaster Rebecca Hagstrom and co-host Abigail Johnson. Welcome to Education America, where we're working to save the classroom so that we can save the country. K-12 education is the playing field where the battle is on for the future of our country. And as the 16th president, Abraham Lincoln, succinctly stated, the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. And how true it is. All right. So let's Mm -hmm. start girding our loins. We're moving in with Mr. Alvin Louie of Courage is a Habit this evening. And, you know, so many parents will ask Rebecca and I, but what do I do? Maybe I can't homeschool. Maybe I there aren't any great private schools that match my values in my area. Um, So my kids are in an environment that is not teaching, you know, our values at home. What do I do? The person to talk to about this is Mr. Alvin Louie of Courage is a Habit. So, Alvin, thank you so much for being with us again tonight. Hey, thanks for having me back. I had a great conversation with you all last time, so I'm happy to be back and giving parents some uh, really great tools as the school kicks off. Yeah, and this is perfect timing. That is exactly right. Um, And we do encourage all our listeners to go to your website, Courage is a Habit. Um, There are so many excellent resources on this website, and we're going to be talking about just some of them today, but um, we're just going to be really tipping, you know, hitting the tip of the iceberg. So um, we encourage our listeners to come to your website. So Alvin, we wanted to start by talking about one of the tools that you have provided for your families or for our families um, Mm -hmm. called Beyond the Workplace, A Parent's Guide, Recognizing Sexual Harassment at School. Um, can mm-hmm. you start by just giving us a little bit of an overview of even just that title? You know, what what angle are you taking in this tool for, for parents? Well, first of all, I'm super excited to share this tool because we just released it literally two days ago. And oh, so wow. Yes. We're so lucky. We're, ah. we're on the cutting edge here. <laughs> you are. This is the first time I've publicly talked about it because we just released it uh, literally two days ago. And so we've gotten it out to our channels and everything, but I've hadn't got on and talked about it. So this is this is great. And so Good. I want every parent to think about this. And again, I'm, I'm talking to parents at work, right? Because, uh, you know, if, you, if you're not homeschooling your child, chances are it's because both parents work, right? Or yes. maybe you're a single or parent whatnot. or whatnot, but you, but you work. Mm-hmm. And I want every parent to think about this, okay? Here's a scenario. A lot of mom or dads, they'll, they'll go, I don't want, my kids are being exposed to porn. They're getting, uh, you know, uh, with all the gender ideology, they're made to use pronouns. They have to listen to the teacher talk about their sexuality and on and on. 
So they drive the kids, they drive the child to school, they drop them off, and they go, I, I wish I can homeschool them. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do about this, right? Yes. Then the parent drives 30 minutes to their office. And if any of those things that their child is facing happen to them at work, they wouldn't know what to do about it. It's called HR policies. It's called harassment policies. It's called mm-hmm. sexual harassment policies. Yeah, yeah. Imagine a for a moment, imagine for a moment if HR personnel responded to parents the way schools respond to parents. So here's a scenario. Uh, 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 Paul at work brings in one of the many pornographic books that children are seeing at school. Gender queer, this book is gay, on and on. Imagine if this guy at someone's work brought a few of those books in, placed it in conference room A. And Mary goes, oh my God, Paul brought in porn. Goes mm-hmm. sits with HR and go, I, I feel very uncomfortable. There's pornography in the conference room A. Imagine if HR said, well, if you don't like it, don't read it then. Mm-hmm. Or you probably see worse on the internet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Parents here. Think about how ridiculous that would be. That would never happen, right? Right. So beyond the workplace, the tool really makes... It, it gives parents, it puts the offense back in the parents' hands, mm-hmm. meaning you know what to do because your work has taught you what to do because every single day your children are being either sexually harassed or harassed at school. Mm-hmm. And so beyond the workplace, teaches parents with the letter of the law what harassment and sexual harassment is, and we pull language right from the .govs, Yes. Right from uh, right right from the uh, Title Seven Civil Rights Act of 1964, we went to a, a major law firm that deals with just HR. It's called, it's called HG.org. It just deals with uh, this type of uh, you know environment in, in the workplace. And you'll find that we teach parents take information you've learned from your own HR training and repurpose it to protect your children at school. Mm, that is so good. Yep. You know, I'm sitting here looking at this right now, um, the very first page where you're mm-hmm. you're doing the, that within the tool, teaching people what is the definition of sexual harassment. And right here it says sexual harassment as as defined by the Society for Human Research Resource Management is unwelcomed sexual conduct that is persistent or offensive. And sexual harassment creates a hostile work environment and is in direct violation of Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. It should be immediately handled and resolved by human right, human resources. And then you've got the kind of the parallels of, um, of some of the information that you've gathered from those websites. And I think mm-hmm. this is such a good point because why is it that, I mean, good for you to draw this analogy because it certainly hasn't crossed my mind that, you know, in a workplace, this would be completely unacceptable, but somehow it's acceptable to young children, um, impressionable children. Um, so, you know, interesting when you reached out, I'm just curious, when you reached out to that HR law firm, did they know what you were asking them these questions for, what the reasoning was? No. No? no. Okay. That's really interesting. I just said, yeah. to, you know, kind of help me understand what it is. And they said, this is what it is. And again, when you read this, what you just read out, mm-hmm. isn't that what our children goes through? Yes. Unwelcome sexual conduct that's persistent and offensive? Pronouns, gender, surveys. When was the last time you gave a blowjob? When was the last yes. time you had sex? Yeah. Imagine if you 
Okay, you're women. Imagine you, you, if you work in a corporate environment, imagine if someone gave you that survey at work. Yeah. Walked to your cube and said, here, tell me, when was the last time you had oral sex? Right. You, this guy sickening. would be gone by lunch. Yeah, well, and I think that this is, this is the point that, Alvin, I, in all honesty, and I want to give full credit to all the other organizations that are doing such good work, but yours is the only one I've seen that goes on offense like this where where it's time to take the the proverbial, you know, being metaphorical here, everyone, the gloves off and realize, oh, maybe they really don't have my child's best interest at heart. Yeah. Maybe when you're thumbing through these books, I mean, I've seen some of them and I, I as a married person with children, cover my eyes. Oh yeah, my gosh, I don't, don't want to oh, yeah. see this. Yeah. Yeah. And yet somehow we're tiptoeing and the and poor parents are tiptoeing around trying to give people who are teaching this the benefit of the doubt. I'm sorry, but right. you know, absolutely. Let's let's teach parents, hey, no. This is sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And stand up you for your would kids. Not give, you would not give a gentleman at work the benefit of the doubt. No. If he brought in gender queer, if he brought in this book is gay. If he gender queer introduces children to grinder. Ugh. Grinder. Right? Or sorry, excuse me. Gender queer introduces children to kink.com. This book is gay introduces kids to grinder. Unbelievable. Sex app. And parents I, I was going to say, I don't even know this? what that is. So the, I'm, I, now I'm getting an education myself. And it, okay. But it's just, it's so important uh-huh. for parents to take away. Um, we've had, we've been playing defense mm-hmm. for a really long time. We want to be the nicest people in the room. You know, mm-hmm. Rebecca and I, our show is based out of Minnesota. You know, unfortunately, Minnesota is known for what's called Minnesota nice. And I want, I don't know how nice it really uh, is, but it's basically, <laughs> we're, we're, we're very passive aggressive people. We're, you know, uh, and it is time to recognize that your children are being sexually harassed at school. Mm-hmm. They are. It's, Act they are. accordingly. Uh, it's sexual harassment and harassment. Let's take the sexual harassment. Let's take them outside of sexual harassment. In, in, in K through 12, in all across the country, in Minnesota, yep. all across the, the schools, they have things called like infinity, affinity groups, mm-hmm. which is basically just critical race theory. They break kids up by race. Yep. Okay. They have clubs that isolate race and things like that. Again, here's a scenario. Imagine if somebody started a affinity group at work and is segregating groups by race at the lunchroom. Mm-hmm. And this Black Lives Matter, this critical race theory woman sent out an email to everybody and say, I started an affinity group at the lunch group. Everyone's going to be separated. No white people allowed, mm-hmm. which is what they say in school. No white kids allowed here. Mm-hmm. Imagine if somebody complained to HR and HR says, oh, you're just upholding white supremacy. What's the big deal? Yeah, that would never happen. Right. The things that your children are facing both from a sexual harassment and a race-based harassment, equity and white privilege this and white uh, supremacy that, would never be tolerated at work. Mm-hmm. They would never tolerate, no matter how no matter how liberal the company is, if somebody files something at work, you've got to take the person that files it seriously. They wouldn't brush them off like they'd brush off parents. Right. So here's a tip I want to get parents off of. Uh, you know, Obviously, I want parents to download it. It'll be in your show notes. Yep. But one thing I want to just give the tip uh, you know, on, the, on the interview here is if your child is exposed to any of this, and they are, here are the three words I want parents to use when they send the email to the principal 
or the superintendent. They can talk about the situation. My daughter's in the third grade. The teacher did this, you know, shared this mm-hmm. book, talked about her sexuality. Here's the three words. You don't have to use all three, mm-hmm. but use at least two. Hostile, hostile environment, yep. hostile education environment, okay, hostile Mm-hmm. intimidation. So maybe she goes, I don't want to use pronouns. And then she got harassed by other kids or by the teacher. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you want to use pronouns? Are you, do you want other kids to feel right? Intimidation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and harassment mm-hmm. or sexual harassment. Those are the three words, Still intimidation, harassment. Those are the three words that every HR company teaches employees. Mm-hmm. Every employee, you all know, anybody yes. listening to this wonderful show, that works in any corporation, no matter how big or small, at least once a year, you have to go through harassment and sexual harassment training. Mm-hmm. You go online, you answer the questions. It usually takes you about an hour, hour and a half. You have to sign the handbook to say you read it. So instead mm-hmm. of you blowing through those trainings, I want parents this year, when your work gives you that training, I want you to pay very close attention to what cannot happen to you and what would happen to the person that did this to you, I want you to take those notes and repurpose that to protect your children mm, that when it happens such to your children. Good advice. Such incredibly good advice. Yeah, you have really done an excellent job of drawing that comparison. Do you want to share you, you share a couple other scenarios in this Beyond the Workplace Parents Guide? Um, why don't you share a couple more scenarios? Because these are great examples, and I think they help people who are just listening right now to know even more about what you're talking. Great. Let's do this one. Mm-hmm. Katie, who is really Ken, walks up to his, her, or their coworkers daily to discuss his gender and sexuality. He needs them to validate him. He needs to come out to them. He must be seen and heard at all times. Sounds like a teacher, right? Mm-hmm. Teachers do this. Mm-hmm. Natasha feels, Natasha, coworker, feels this takes up valuable work-related time. She, if she says this to a, a HR personnel, they'll say, we'll speak to Katie, Ken, to ensure he limits sharing personal details during company time. Mm-hmm. At school, they'll say, why are you such a bigot, Natasha? It's just about inclusion. <laughs> oh, no, it's even right? better than that. It's we'll, we'll obfuscate teaching math or science yeah. or reading, and we're going to instead teach about this solely. We're going to have a conversation yeah. about this. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Yes. So mm-hmm. maybe another person, Janet. She feels uncomfortable discussing Katie Ken's sexuality every day. She goes to HR and says, hey, I, I, I'm here to work. I don't, this is uncomfortable for me. I don't want to talk about her sexuality. HR will say, we've strongly reminded Katie of our sexual harassment policies. We'll work with her. Mm-hmm. At school, they'll say, do you realize Katie might commit suicide mm. because you're transphobic? Yeah. Yes. And it's your Think fault. You would, it's your fault. They would mm-hmm. no no workplace would say this to an employee when an employee goes, I don't want to talk about someone's sexuality every day. Yeah. But think about this. These are adults. Yes. The company spends millions of dollars in HR training so that the adults feel protected. Mm-hmm. But children, we do not offer any of these protections and their captive audience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Think about how we make that make sense. Yeah. How ridiculous is that, that we have all this training for the parents to protect themselves at work. But when they drop the kids off to school, nobody says, you're harassing my children in a way that I would never have to tolerate in my place of work. Mm-hmm. Well, and but even guess what, though, parents, guess what, though, the same laws that are protecting you at your work 
still protects your children, but parents don't leverage it. And yes. that's what we're trying to teach them. Yeah, yeah. Well, and so if you good. followed um, listeners, I know most of you maybe have followed the swimming incidences with Riley Gaines and the the di- uncomfortable situation she was in with changing in front of a man in her locker room. And just very recently, one of the responses from a very public figure to her discussing her deep discomfort with being forced to change in front of a man, um, they basically said, well, then she should have really been exposed at a younger age (laughs) to male genitalia. That will that would have alleviated her discomfort. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, are you kidding? That is what they're doing I mean, with kids. That's I'm sorry, parents, is anyone listening to this? Is anyone, mm-hmm. anyone listening to this? Professor. Mm-hmm. It was yes. a professor. It was a professor out of, uh, out of London or Britain, in Britain that said that. Really? And she said she should have been exposed earlier. Mm-hmm. So it's basically encouraging pedophilia. Yes. What's interesting about what, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because in, in Beyond the Workplace, we actually link to that story where the swimmer, one of the one of Gaines, uh, one of Riley Gaines's, uh, uh, co- you know, teammates. They basically she testified in Congress and said when they were uncomfortable, they were made to go to counseling. Yes, yes. Not him, not the man in the yep. locker room, but the women had to go to counseling. So at work, you cannot get retaliated against. In fact, one of the things that we we wrote out, one of the things that we found out from the, the law firms and things is that, um, and I'll read it to you. This is right from the law firm. If someone was sexually harassed at work, they must file a formal complaint. It can be difficult to do so because of fears of repercussions or wrongful termination. Mm -hmm. But it is a necessary step in ensuring that the harasser faces consequences. Let me ask you, how many times, we get this asked this all week, every week, how many times did parents go, if I speak up or if I turn in this opt-out form, what if they what if they take it out on my child? Mm-hmm. Yes, what yes, that is their number one concern. Mm-hmm. Yes. Guess what? Now you have a big lawsuit because now you it's retaliation. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's on top of the harassment. And now it's retaliation. And HR knows this. This is why when they train employees, they go, even if you worry about retaliation, report it because now this is a second crime. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And so the yeah. answer to that, parents, if you worry about retaliation, then you log it, you email and say, my child's been retaliated against. It's intimidating. It's a hostile environment. Now the schools have done two crimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Use your training. Um, and then the last thing, and then we'll, we'll, we can kind of move on to the next tool about what you can teach your children at mm-hmm. home. Yeah. Okay. Um, Oh, by the way, in uh, Beyond the Workplace, we also give you some tips on how to uh, tell your child to respond. And we can talk about that during uh, the the next uh, item, too. But um, at the very end, here's what we did. At the very end of of Beyond the Workplace, we teach parents how to file a civil rights complaint with the Department of Justice. Now, here's what something most parents and most people don't know. If you file a civil rights complaint online, you do it right online. Mm-hmm. The Department of Justice must investigate every uh, submission. Hmm. I didn't know that either. Most people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Now, you might wondering, well, they get, if they get a million, millions of you know, submissions, how will they investigate all this? Well, it might take a while, but here's the thing. They don't get millions because people don't even know you can do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I bet that's true. So if they mm-hmm. retaliate against your child after you turn in an opt-out form or you speak out about something, you fill one of these out and we, we walk you through how to do it. It's super easy, super simple. We walk you through how to do it. 
Um, and that's the way you, and then they have to notify the school a civil rights complaint have been submitted against you. We will be, in, you know, and then we will be in touch. And that will back the school off because they they never get hit with this because parents don't know about it. Mm-hmm. So beyond the workplace really is about putting the offense back in the parents' hands. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's about. So excellent. This is just outstanding information. It's the first time I have ever heard anybody, to, to Abigail's point, we've talked about this topic ad nauseum on this mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is the first time we've ever heard of a real action-oriented, really logical way to combat this in schools. And it'll be interesting to see as you spread this around and parents Mm -hmm. implement this, whether we have some lawsuits that take place that, hey, my child was being sexually harassed at school and here's my evidence. And then this Mm -hmm. is what happened when she tried to speak out. Um, Now she was actually being retaliated against and, you know, will the courts, I, I hope the courts will uphold um, the rights of these children. And uh, The key to that lawsuit is multiple parents sending emails using words like intimidation, hostile, yes. and harassment. Mm-hmm. Yep, and, and intimidation, hostile. Those words, if you get, basically, in a workplace, if you have a bunch of women that submit this about Paul bringing in porn and conference with A, if the, if the workplace doesn't suspend him or fire him, that's the class action lawsuit because now you've got all these women submitting the same thing and the workplace didn't do something about Paul. Yes. Yeah. It's the same thing with the schools. If you've got, you know, 20 or 50 parents submitting hostile intimidation, harassment, if they're using those kind of words and they don't get rid of that teacher, they don't get rid of that school counselor, they don't stop this, now is when the lawsuits hurt. Mm-hmm. And I would because just encourage every parent... Pattern. With this, every parent, if you're listening and you're preparing for this school year, anything of this nature, it's great to have face-to-face discussions. However, putting things in writing is better. Mm -hmm. Put everything in an email. Make sure that you have saved copies of those emails. I mean, obviously, if you have a normal email, you're always going to have it in your drafts, in your sent folder. Put even if you have, if, and if you have a face-to-face discussion, send Document a follow-up. After. Send mm-hmm. a follow-up yeah. email to that teacher saying, "Hey, so and so, I just I know that we met earlier today. Thanks so much for your time. I'd love to just here's a brief recap um, yeah. of our conversation. Um, please reach out if you have any, you know, yeah. points that you feel like I'm misunderstanding, yeah. and put that yeah. in an email as well because that will be what courts will look at." Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's going to get foyer. That's what's yeah. going to get pulled during the lawsuits, the mm-hmm. open records request. Yeah. The lawyers will pull them. Yeah. So it's uh, Mr. Principal, Mr. Superintendent, Ms. Superintendent, thank you for your time today. I brought to your attention, just to recap, I brought to your attention that my child was being harassed by this teacher, by XXX, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. She felt intimidated. I shared my concern. You understood my concern. And the next step, you're going to look into this and get back to me by this time. Mm-hmm. That's damaging because now you put him in a corner where if he doesn't do something about it, now... Yes, give them an action you, item with a timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't just let them... Well, thank you for bringing us to attention. We'll look into it. No, no. No. It's got to be some, right? When are you so going to look now, into it? <laughs> when are you going to look into it? Is it by Wednesday? Is it by Thursday? That kind of thing. And then they know that you're basically setting them up for a lawsuit, right? Mm-hmm. This is why you got to use those words. Again, mm-hmm. this is not a courage as a habit tip. These are HR 
These are government. This is what Title Seven Civil Rights Act of 1964. That's yes. what mm-hmm. all this is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so good. So um, let's switch gears. Yeah, okay. So. We only have like years. four minutes left. So let's do it. Let's yes. do the four. Okay. So here's what I want to share. We can continue on, you know, right the next episode as well. Yep. But what I want to give parents internally is this, okay? Uh, something we call stranger danger. Mm-hmm. And this is a four strategies that we provide for parents that they can change and modify based on their family values, okay, and the mm-hmm. age of the child. So here are the four strategies. Again, you got to modify it to your family values, but we start you off with these four strategies where you teach your child to protect themselves when they're at school away from you. Number one, establish a circle of trust. The younger the child, the smaller the circle. Yeah. Circle of trust means that these are the people that you talk to uh, that, that, you can, that you cannot keep secrets from. Mm-hmm. And if the child's young, it could be just mom and dad, maybe sibling, right? As the child gets older, it might be a grandparent or uncle. But you have to establish a circle of trust. The second item is topics that should be for only family only. What are topics that only that nobody can talk to you about unless you're talking about it with your circle of trust? What are the topics? Mm-hmm. Number three, rehearse responses with your child. Again, the child's younger, it's more important to rehearse with them. So if they're in a situation where a school counselor or someone's talking about gender and sexuality and all these things, very easy. I do not give consent to talk to you about this. Call my parents. Mm -hmm. I do not feel safe with you. I feel harassed right now. Those are shutdown words. Mm -hmm. You got to rehearse it with your child so they can protect themselves. Last but not least, don't avoid. A lot of parents avoid these, you know, especially the transgender topics and the race topics. Don't avoid it. Let you be the first person to introduce it to your child so that they, you get to establish that narrative, not someone else. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's very good advice too. And, you know, what age would you suggest? Because the thing is, a lot of this is being introduced to kids as young as preschool and kindergarten. And yet, you know, a lot of parents feel that, my goodness, this my children are so young, they're confused. I, I actually have a parent at our school whose son attended kindergarten at a different school. And he had a boy in his class who wanted to be a girl, or maybe it was the other way around. And the boy was, this child was insisting and the parent were in, was insisting that they be able to use the bathroom of the opposite sex. And that's confusing yeah. to these kindergartners. And, um, you know, the boy ended up asking their mother, why do boys and girls have to have separate bathrooms? And, you know, so she ended up having to have this conversation, but in a way it was probably good that she did. But at, how far can you even go with kids of this age? They, they have a hard, they don't even understand sexuality to begin with. They're still learning what it means to be a boy and a girl. I know. And that's, this, is, this is a hard question to answer because there's no good answer. The answer is if they're young enough to be brainwashed, they're young enough to be talked about. Yeah. And that point. has to come from you. Mm. Mm. And so and if you can't pull them, then the, the sad reality is, is kindergarten. That's yeah. the answer. Oh, um, because you need to hear, they need to hear it from you first. Don't yeah. let someone else plant that flag in their mind, in their growing mind. I know, listen, I got kids, I know. I don't want to talk to them mm-hmm. about this stuff either. But unless you pull them, unless they're homeschooled, even they're homeschooled, you know, my kids are homeschooled. I still talk to them about it, you know, because mm-hmm. it's everywhere. And because I want to everywhere. be their voice first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Make sure, you're the, make sure you're the flag that gets planted, not them. Yeah, very, very difficult. Um, we have just, you know, about a half a minute here left, and I'd like it if you would once again maybe give some of these phrases um, very quickly that you said children can use to teach your children to respond. 
I don't feel safe with you is one. What were a couple other ones? Um, I do not feel safe with you. You are making this a hostile environment for me. I do not give consent to talk to you about this topic. Mm -hmm. I do not give my consent. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is sexual harassment. This is harassment. Mm -hmm. And then please call my parents. I love that at the end. Always please call my parents. That's your your child defense. Yep. And that's them. If they can't remember anything else, please call call my my parents. parents. Yep. Please call my parents. Such good advice. I hope our listeners will take a look at your website at Courage is a Habit and um, follow us again next week where we have uh, Louis or Alvin Louis back on with us to continue this important conversation. Have a great night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.